Shea Bynes, the wonderful, wonderful Shea Bynes. Thank you so much for coming in today, you know, for, for doing this interview with me. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. Miss um, Grace Overgrind, Miss Kingdompreneur, you know, it's, it's awesome having you here. So um, I did get a chance to read your Grace Overgrind book, and the more I read it, and I'm learning to partner with God in my business ventures, the more I recognize how trapped I've been in operating according to the world system of the daily hustle. So I'd just like to know, um, how hard was it for you to get and actually receive the revelation that God created you to partner with him in business? And, you know, therefore sparking your desire to begin the kingdom-driven entrepreneur business enterprise. And what was the first thing you did to get things started? like 
figure out where the area was that I was still grinding. And for me, my grind was really a mind grind. It was the mind grinder, as uh, one of my sister's uh, mentees calls it, the head hustle. The mind grinder. Uh-huh. And what would happen is I would just be in my head too much. You know, I'd be I know questioning. What that's like. I'd be mm-hmm. stagnated because I'm questioning over and over and over again. I'm swirling this thing around in my head so many times. And, and, um, So that led to indecision in some ways or just stagnation. And so I just had to allow myself to allow God to just settle that with me and learn how to just continue to just take the steps. I didn't have to do it out of fear. I could just take the steps and know that he's got me along the way. So so that was the first step for me. But for a lot of people... The first step for them is to actually do business meetings in partnership with God. Like to actually do daily business meetings with God. Actually talk to God about business. I was already doing that before a lot of people. That's step one. Like just even engaging him in your business. Not praying about your business and not praying for things for your business. But actually engaging God as if you are sitting with your partner. (laughs) Sitting with your partner. Here's my to-do list. What's on your heart for my business? What's on your heart for the people I serve? What's on your heart for me? Here's my plans. They're submitted to you. What do you have to say to me about these plans? What's the priority for your perspective? Just like those tactical simple things a lot of times that's the first step for a lot of people okay i definitely get that i get that and um i would say for me that's definitely been something that i've been actually having to adjust to myself you know just getting used to doing the business meetings with god um i know sometimes like just for example um just the other day on um Wednesday, I found myself, you know, because I try to cram so much into my off days. So I found myself beginning to get frustrated. And I noticed about myself that sometimes when I get frustrated, I think it comes from my childhood, not always being able to open up, you know, um, when I'm going through something. And so I just immediately shut down. And then that shutdown then turns into a depression, which then kind of puts me out of order for like a while, right? So I noticed that when I opened my mouth and just said to God, hey, okay, I'm frustrated about this. This is what's going on. You know, help me find a workaround or help me to do something else with this time so that the time isn't wasted. And how quickly that was able to just shift my mood and my attitude from what I normally do to, you know, just being able to include God. So I can definitely see how people get hung up on not knowing that you can include God in your business meetings, but how much of a blessing it can be when you do. Okay, so Shay, you still with me? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, so um, my next question is, in the years you've been operating in this calling, how challenging has it has it been for you in getting others to understand and operate in this new vein as well? Like, how challenging has that, has that whole process been for you to do? Question two. It can be challenging. It can be challenging uh, because it's a lifestyle shift. And depending on where you are currently and how receptive you are, it can be, you know, it could be quite a journey. I like to look at it like this because you asked me, you know, how challenging has it been for me to get others to understand and operate? And I kind of segmented this thing. This took me a little while to learn. I've just kind of segmented this thing. You have people who I call the early adopters. The early adopters are the ones that it's like, man, this really resonates in my heart. I don't, 
they're like me. This resonates in my heart. I don't know what this looks like, but my answer is a full yes. Like, I am willing to walk this thing out, even though I don't know what it looks like. My whole soul <laughs> says yes to this, right? Those are the early adopters, and those are easier to work with because, because they're already in agreement with the idea of doing this. So they're not fighting it. They're like, I'm saying yes. I'm committed to this. This really resonates in my heart, right? So you kind of have those. Then you have cautious optimists. I'll call them cautious optimists. <laughs> I like that. Optimists are like, this sounds pretty good, but uh, I like the cautious optimists. I don't really Because <laughs> it kind of feels like maybe you're saying I'm not supposed to be doing stuff and God does everything, but I don't think that's what you're saying. But So they're cautious optimists. And I have found that the early adopters and the cautious optimists are my people from this perspective. Mm-hmm. I can I can work with that. I you know, there's there's breakthroughs that can happen with that group. Mm-hmm. But then there's a third group, and with the third group, they're skeptics. And I don't spend any time dealing with skeptics. I'm just gonna be honest, I don't spend time with skeptics on this thing because I feel like if you're a skeptic and you're arguing against because there's so many people who want so it's like if you want to argue with me about why your grind is godly and why your <laughs> hustle is holy and why there's yeah that doesn't make sense and mm-hmm. why my definitions don't make sense and, and why you know if it, 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 it's like that I don't even bother mm-hmm. I don't even bother mm-hmm. and the reason is because a heart has to be receptive you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. Um, for there to be that ground for it to dig dig up and so perhaps later on you know, later on in their in, in their trajectory of their life, that there will be a shift. Mm-hmm. But for me, I don't take on the challenge of getting people to understand and operate if, if they if they're already showing okay. that they're pretty much yeah. I don't do that either. I don't I don't do that either. <laughs> I say I'm not a great so yeah, apologist. I got you. I'm simply extending an invitation that I believe is God's best and a really amazing adventure with Him. Right. Okay. I understand. Okay. So my next question, um, just moving right along and thank you so much for answering that. Um, what was one of your biggest challenges in regard to renewing your mind, quote unquote, like to operate in business under Grace's blessings and not hustle and grind instead? I think the biggest challenge for me personally with really renewing my mind and operating in business by the power of his grace was just maintaining consistency without condemning myself in the process you know it's sometimes what happens is if you don't get something right then you fall into condemnation or Mm -hmm. um, or you're just like I'm not getting this or whatever but uh, what I what I found is that like gosh God is so loving and he's such a good father he's such a good father I mean I think about myself as a mother with my daughter I have a, a three-year-old uh, a three-year-old a 12-year-old and a 19-year-old but I think about any of them when they were babies and they were learning to walk and learning to do basic things it's like when they fall or they get things messed up or whatever but they're trying and they're uh, their hardest to do it's not like I'm oh my gosh you know right you can't leave you can't walk you know what I'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just like oh let me help you hey baby let me help you right and that's how our father is and so Amen. Um, Amen. when I really when I really took that to heart in a really deeper way mm-hmm. uh, I was able to just maintain that level of consistency okay 
Okay, I get that. Um, so, and and you know what? And recognizing that God does really love us and stuff like that really definitely does make a big difference in that. You know, and that in His love, like you said, as a parent, He's not here to beat us up. He's not here to condemn us. You know, condemnation is not even of God. You know what I mean? There's a such thing as repentance, but it's not condemnation. Doesn't usually lead to repentance, right? So, we know that's not of God. Um, and He says that you know. Um, you know, what is it? Um, you know, yeah, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, right? So that makes sense. So how long would you say the mental aspect of it took until you finally became comfortable thinking in this new godly way about business? And were there dreams or opportunities you found yourself letting go of because maybe they no longer lined up with where God was actually taking you? And how difficult was it for you to... Um, you know, to, to just go into that process as well. It actually, it actually didn't take long. I guess let me put it this way. When I started Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, that was a total God assignment. Mm-hmm. And that was in, you know, that assignment came in the beginning, what, March, Aprilish, you know, around 2000, uh, April 2012. And we didn't launch we, meaning myself and Antonina Gear, the co-founder of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, we didn't actually launch until November of 2012. But in that space of time between the time that we had the assignment from the Lord and the time that we launched was a lot of God doing the work on the inside of me. So he was doing a lot of work inside of me at that time. It wasn't a grace over grind revelation at that time, but he was doing a lot of work in me to just embrace this walking with him, partnering with him in business in a in a um, in a in a deeper kind of way. So he okay. had already been working on me from that perspective. So I did have the advantage of that time with him. Okay. So I guess you could say that from 2012 to that grace over grind revelation that I got, which was maybe nine months after. So maybe about a, a year and a half. Okay. I'd say it probably took about a year and a half mentally but mm-hmm. once I got the revelation yes yes it mm-hmm. was that was it for me mm-hmm. I you know I, I didn't need to be I didn't need to be comfortable with it I just received it because I knew that it was his best okay. so yeah. I was eager to throw away whatever mm-hmm. whatever I had I was willing to throw away whatever mindsets or you know whatever ways I was going around things that weren't his best mm-hmm. I was willing to exchange them right away okay right away <laughs> so it was so from that perspective it really wasn't difficult because I really knew in my heart that he has his best in mind for me mm-hmm. I yeah. really had that in my heart mm-hmm. and when you do when you do that when you just kind of when you can kind of come from that healthy place of yeah, yieldedness absolutely. and trust mm-hmm. because you have such a revelation of of his deep abiding love yes it's not as hard Mm-mm. I'd say um, I, I do find that some of the challenges that people have in this area are Go really ahead, connected say. to identity and kind of their relational yep. posture with God mm-hmm. and their revelation of love because without love without a revelation of love it's harder to give up the reins I call myself a redeemed control freak I used to be a total control freak total control freak you know but when I just got a revelation of his love it just changed everything for me it changed everything and then I wasn't being obedient 
to God based off of, oh gosh, scary, scary, if I don't get this thing right, you know, what's God going to do if I don't do it? No, it really came out of just this pure desire, this childlike desire to see to just see his best for me and to know that he has Amen. know that he has mm-hmm. his best in mind for me so I can I can hand anything anything that I had any plan that I had I knew it was so far to what he had that wasn't difficult at all but it's only because I had a revelation of love his love in a way that I never had had before amen and you are definitely um ministering right now you know not just to my listeners you know our listeners but to me even you know because um I actually just had a recent um segment and I called it no lie and what I was doing was just expressing to people you know my own recent revelation about how much God loves me you know what I mean um and you are absolutely right once you get that thing like you said you knew it in your head it wasn't quite in your heart yet but it's amazing how once you get that thing in your heart you know, it definitely makes a difference. I just think about so many decisions I made. I mean, even relationships that I probably struggled with, you know, different things like that. And it was all because I didn't have this revelation about God's love. I was, like you said, coming from a place of, oh, is God going to be mad at me? You know, is he going to be disappointed because I don't do this? So it was all this pressure that I was actually putting on myself that God had to really show me one day that he wasn't even putting on me, you know? And that's where it started. The thought started from, God got your back. And then from that thought spiraled into, he loves you. And then it was like, he was able to open up my mind to so many different circumstances, situations, everything that he's like guarded and covered me and pulled me through and out of just to try to reiterate to me how much he loves me as he does all of us. But you're right. When you know something in your head and it's not in your heart, then, you know, it doesn't really help. But when it wants to get in your heart, that's the change maker. Okay. So thank you so much for sharing that. Sorry to my body with questions, girl. Okay, so um, my next question is, what advice do you have for others who are struggling as to whether or not they should start a business? Because perhaps they're not sure if it's just another good idea or if it's a God idea. They stay stagnated a really long time, you know, vacillating between, is it good? Is it God? Is it God at all? Is it God? Is it the enemy? And I have found that a lot of times the clarity comes in the movement. I don't have to have the full, the full picture, the full vision. I have to, I don't have to know that I know that I know that I know this is fully a God idea up front before I start to explore at a minimum. There's so many people who won't even take the basic steps, the beginning steps out of fear of, I'm not sure if this is God. I don't know, you know. So I just say, take steps forward. I'm not talking about jump off the cliff, huge risk types of decisions. I'm talking about take some small steps. Most people are struggling in this way. They haven't even started to do research. They they haven't even done the things that are required to move in the direction to start. I'll give you an example. in this case, it, was a, it wasn't so much about, is this a good idea or a God idea, but it was a situation where it's like it's something I didn't have the resources for. But I'm like, what things can I do? I can, this is when we were going to be doing films. I was like, man, what I really have on my heart is to produce a film. That's it. Produce films, uh, starting with one that will really focus in on showing these amazing testimonies of what it's like to partner with God in business. And, you know, we, we didn't have the revenue at the time that would allow for us to do spend 
you know, thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars on something like a film. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a product that's going to sell it. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a revenue generating thing or anything like that. But I did say, what are the things that I can do? I'm believing God's going to provide for this thing. What can I do in the midst of that? How can I posture and position myself for that? And so I did those things. I had the conversations. I did the research. I dreamed about what it would look like. I wrote down the ideas. I did these steps and I just had peace all across the way. And God provided. So that same thing, that same approach that I took to that is the same way that I would advise somebody about you know, starting a business, just start to do some things and just follow the peace of God. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay in a place of, of, uh, struggling in your head. That's the mind grind. Mm -hmm. That's the head hustle. Walk Mm -hmm. this thing out with God, walk it out. Let him course correct as you move. Let him provide clarity as you move. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So thank you so much for that because um, that's something that I actually recently, oh my goodness, first of all, and, and this is not about me, I'm here to interview you, <laughs> you know, um, so I'm not going to, but I, I just have to segue here real quick because um, recently I had a situation where, you know, I found myself, um, you know, I always worry so much about how I look when I show up, you know, and the situation, as humbling as it was, it kind of brought me to a place that, you know what, I'm just not going to worry about how I look when I show up, how I sound when I show up. I'm just going to show up. And I'm just going to believe God that when I show up, then God is also showing up on the scene with me because he lives in me. And then, like you said, course correction, he'll just make sure that I, I got whatever it is that I need in that moment or, you know, whatever it is he wants to give me or present through me in that moment. You know what I mean? He'll make sure I'm straight. I don't have to worry about you know, that part, you know, like he got that. I think we try so hard to try to, we almost try to beat God at his job, you know? And, and, and therefore I know for me personally, you know, coming from a background of being a assistant manager at one point, when someone is beneath you, not, you know, in the way of this demeaning, but just being out of your position, right? And you can see what's going on from your position. They can't. And they're constantly trying to step in and do your job, then you kind of like step back, okay? And I feel like in a way, that's what God does. He doesn't take his hands off of us because he loves us. So his protection and his grace and mercy is always there. But he definitely will step back and just kind of let us just come to the end of ourselves. And I think that's where people are (laughs) who are probably listening to this podcast episode because that's exactly where I've been. Okay, so thank you so much, Shay. So again, for being here with me. No problem. Thank you. Um, so what's next for the Kingdom Entrepreneur Business? Um, do you all have set goals for this year, 2020? And um, are you looking to switch up anything or partner with others in the future? Um, really excited right now about what we are doing with our Igniters community, which is uh, it's the, the group of folks that we work with who really desire to shift to this lifestyle of working by the power of his grace, you know, the infinite power of his grace and really partnering with God and increasing their um, impact, their kingdom impact in the marketplace. And so I absolutely love Igniters this year. There's a lot of even refining what we're doing with our Igniters community and going deeper with them. And so that's a bit of a focus that we have this year. Um, Let's see what's new. I'm also going to be doing something new this year with, um, couples okay. we've been That'll focused be mm-hmm. on the individual entrepreneur mm-hmm. for years um, but I always knew 
I always knew that the vision with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur as a movement had to include uh, had to include a focus on family. It had to include spouses. It has to include uh, children. It's 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 generational in that respect because uh, a Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur is not an island if they're married essentially the the family has signed up for this and it's really important Mm -hmm. that everyone's on the same page it's a different way of doing business it's a different way of going around life than even like the traditional christian life you know Mm -hmm. and so it's so important that there's unity Mm -hmm. in that way and so we uh, although you know we've got people that are couples that are in igniters for example Uh, we've had people who are couples coming to live events and stuff like that Mm -hmm. we're gonna have a bit of an intentional focus on working with married couples and I don't know all the details of what that looks like yet I don't need to know all the details just taking it a step Mm -hmm. at a time and seeing what God wants to do with that so that's something I'm excited about as well Mm -hmm. um you asked about partnering with others in the future Mm -hmm. but we're you know we're always open to collaboration um I always tell people that I'm less interested in Kingdom Driven LLC, which is the name of the business. I'm less interested in Kingdom Driven LLC as an organization um, and more interested in Kingdom Driven LLC as an organism and a catalyst. And what I mean by that is that um, it's not just about like what what are we doing? You know, what's our, what's our income growth going to look like? What's mm-hmm. our, it's not like that. I'm very keen on kingdom collaboration because we have an assignment in the marketplace for, for kingdom impact in the marketplace to, uh, for us to see more of God's love, his presence, his power, his purity yeah, in the marketplace yeah. to reveal mm-hmm. his glory on the earth. And that goes beyond, you know, our organizational <laughs> as an organization, yeah. like what's our revenue, what's our expenses, yeah. what's our staffing, exactly. our, is the team growing, all of those things. Yeah. All of that is good. And that's the engine, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, working with the Lord for, for us to see those things uh, take place. But I'm really interested in, what we're doing as a catalyst, helping others to uh, helping others to do what they do, to for them to get into destiny, for them to get right. focused in on what God has for them to do in the Amen. marketplace. Amen. One of the things I'm excited about is we launched last year a Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Certification, and the oh. certification is specifically for uh, people who are business coaches, mm-hmm. business advisors. Uh, consultant strategists people who say that they're that what they do is they help entrepreneurs to start or grow businesses mm-hmm. and i'm excited about that certification because i really see a need for a shift mm-hmm. in the marketplace mm-hmm. in the area of coaching and consulting and advising and, and and all of those things with kingdom entrepreneurs because we have to take the ways of the king mm-hmm into the marketplace to help others to do business that way so i'm yeah. excited about that and seeing the collaborative things that are going to come out of that in the future mm-hmm. uh, i've been <laughs> i'm i'm the one who's in the background having <laughs> conversations with people about hey you know what you have a kingdom message for that particular topic that, that you do that. in business mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when are you going to get that book out right. hey you've got this course you know i i'm here to be a catalyst to to see more people do things that help kingdom entrepreneurs yes, you know okay. that mm-hmm. help people who really truly desire to be a kingdom driven entrepreneur and and i feel like i'm i feel like i should actually kind of define that because you know 
It's very specific language. When we talk about kingdom-driven entrepreneur, if you think about the kingdom, we're talking about, you know, it's the government of God. It's the realm of heaven. It's God's way of being and God's way of doing things. But when we say a kingdom-driven entrepreneur, the driven part is, you know, I am motivated by seeing an increase of the kingdom of God on earth. Like, I, I, I'm driven in my entrepreneurial endeavors to see that take place. Yeah. You know, I want to see lives change. I want to see communities change. I want to see industries change. I want to see, I want to see God's way, God's way of being. I want to see that. I want to see his glory revealed. Like, as it is in heaven, so it be on earth. Like, mm-hmm. through the marketplace. I am motivated by that in business. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. When I say driven, it also means that I'm propelled forward by seeking first the kingdom of God, knowing that all things will be added when you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so when we're talking about kingdom driven entrepreneur, it's not about like I'm a Christian who happens to own a business or even I'm a uh, I'm a entrepreneur in the kingdom of God. But no, I'm not just I'm not just operating based off of his principles, but I am driven. I am motivated by seeing an advancement of his kingdom on earth. That's how I'm motivated. I'm also propelled forward in my business by doing business by the infinite power of his grace. So that's our focus and we'll continue to be in. So that's what we're up to for this year. Amen. Question. Okay, that's great. That's great right there. Okay. And thank you so much for that definition because honestly, um, so let me tell you how it came about for me to even want to try to ask you to do this interview for me. Um, you know, I actually found myself and I just kept getting frustrated, you know, kept getting frustrated, uh, you know, about business. Why do I have all these ideas? I can't seem to move forward. What's going on? And, you know, and, you know, probably, I mean, you have a partner, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that before you even got into what you're doing now, started and God gave you the strategy for kingdom driven entrepreneur and um, grace over grind and everything. I'm pretty sure that you probably had seasons where you did this thing alone, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, so. Um, I just wanted to, so I found myself praying and talking to God about my frustration and the word kingdompreneur came up in my spirit, you know, like kingdom, like, it's like, he just basically like wrote it out for me. Like you know, the reason you feel stagnant and you feel immovable, you know, like you can't move and immobile in certain situations is because those aren't for my kingdom. Those aren't the things that I have graced you to do. So, you know, it's like, you can, you know, I've called you to be this. So Thank you so much for that definition. Definitely brings a lot home for me. Um, I realize I definitely have some more submitting to do. <laughs> but, you know, thank you so much again for that definition. And for those of you all listening, I hope that definition definitely helped you out. You know, if you're trying to decide or not decide, but gauge if you're a kid called to be a kingdom driven entrepreneur, you know, or, or just, you know, a Christian who happens to just be a business owner. Like um, Shay just said, there's definitely a difference. So again, thank you so much for um, bringing that home for us. So I did have about one more question for you. Well, actually a couple more, but I'm sure you probably can answer them all at once. Um, What are some of the benefits of taking the mentoring classes and courses with your organization, with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur that may not be as obvious if someone was to just search you all online? I think one of the most significant benefits that I hear from people who um, embrace the mentoring community or take the courses or even read the books that the surprising benefit because you said something that's not necessarily obvious to Mm -hmm. them if they're searching online but Mm -hmm. one of the benefits that comes is that 
the ways of the king, like every, we're talking about business, but we're actually talking about life. And so what often happens is as people are making shifts in their business, mm-hmm. what they're actually realizing is happening is they're making shifts in their marriage, they're making shifts in their relationships with others, they're making shifts, you know, with their children, they're making shifts, you know, you know, as far as their parenting. I mean, there's so many aspects of life that this permeates. The idea of saying, I am going to um, do business in partnership with God, I'm going to do business by the infinite power of his grace, it's kingdom business encompasses more than your actual, you know, way that you show up in the marketplace with your products and services <laughs> kingdom business is your entire life yes, the business of yes. your life and i think mm-hmm. that's one of the beautiful things uh that has come out of all of this is the way uh, you know god takes those shifts that we make i mean for some people it's hilarious they'll come in thinking oh you know i'm gonna get engaged with this because i'm really looking to take my business to the next level and then they realize <laughs> that the lord focuses them for like the next four months on something that has nothing to do with their business mm-hmm. i mean that kind of stuff happens yeah, you know because we're talking about being led and empowered by the holy spirit mm-hmm. so he has your best in mind he mm-hmm. knows what needs to be uh, worked out our growth on the outside starts with our growth on the inside and God knows those areas that need to be worked through and those things that need to be pruned or those things that need to shift or those preparations that need to be made and to be in position for what he has for you. I love that. The other thing I love about it, I always tell people that this is not a guru movement. Uh, This is, you know, this is about being led and empowered by the Holy Spirit. You know, we're going to point you to him. Yes. So yes. we're not saying, hey, here's here's the blueprint. Here's the blueprint for your seven-figure business. Here's the blueprint for your eight-figure business. No, we're saying there's heaven. Heaven has a heaven blueprint. Has a blueprint. <laughs> <laughs> I like you that. Know, we're going to mm-hmm. get you aligned with operating as God as your source and everything and everything else is a resource. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, when you make those shifts, it does not just impact your business. It impacts every area and aspect of your life. I agree. I totally agree. Um, Because I can see, you know, just the the many small fruits of that, you know, in my own personal life, you know. Like, I find myself, um, you know, resting more than I did before. You know what I mean? Um, Just taking some of that pressure off myself because I realize I'm not in this alone. That, you know, that God got me. He got my back. And whatever I'm lacking, he's going to help. You know, he's going to make it up. And and, and it's all going to work out to his glory, you know, for my, for my good and to his glory. So it's all good. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Miss Lady. I know you're busy. I know you got to get to the kiddos and (laughs) and everything else. So my final question for you is just what is the best way to contact you or your team to learn more about the kingdom entrepreneur enterprise? Uh, best way to connect would be to go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. When you go there, you can link up with everything we've got you know we have a, a great podcast that you can listen to every mm-hmm. week uh, I've started but that. I, one of the things that i do recommend as a starting point for people for someone that's just like they're looking to just kind of get their feet wet on this thing mm-hmm. is to either take our fire starter school course which is available at the price of your own choice take our fire starter school or 
grab our, grab my book Grace Over Grind. I mean, those are really those are two really good you know starting points. And Grace Over Grind is available mm-hmm. in yes, Grace audio, Over Grind. paperback, mm-hmm. you know, however, however, Kindle, all the, you know, all the versions. So mm-hmm. I'd recommend one or the other as a really good starting point. But again, you can head over to KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com and link up with everything we've got going on. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. I hope that you all enjoyed. Um, Shay definitely got that together for us right quick. Hey, yay. We're clapping. All right. And again, um, make sure that you, you know, tune in. If you have not given your life to Christ, definitely please find that prayer of salvation. Pray that prayer. You know, I have a recorded um, segment for that. It's under a minute and 30 seconds. Definitely get into a Bible-based church. And look up ministries, Ministers for Christ Ministries online on Facebook if you can't find the church. All right. Thank you so much again. We love Shay. Please definitely visit KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com to find out more information. And we just want to thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope that you all have a great week. I hope that this has blessed you. And then be sure to tune in every third Monday of the month as we try to start our business segments. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.